episode 52. That should have been the end of the year, but it's not. And I'm so delighted it's not because there's still so much more stuff we've got to do before the end of the year. And the first thing I'd like to say to everyone who's listened to 52 episodes, well done for sticking with us. And thank you. A big thank you. If you know that you want to have more fun next year, what are you doing to create more fun? If you want to have more health in your life, what are you doing to be healthier? And if you want more substance in your life and you want more friends in your life, what are you doing to create it? So this episode for me is about literally the concept of if you want more of something, start being more of something. Gandhi had that lovely quote, be the change that you want to create. So for me, being healthy, which was my big goal in 2019, Walking the dog was a massive thing for me. And being with other people who also wanted to be healthy really helped. For four and a half months, literally, all the chocolate I was sent, and I just, by the way, want to encourage people to keep sending the chocolate, (laughs) I only ate like one square of lots of different bars. So my brother, um, who I don't think we've really mentioned in any of these episodes before, actually. We might have, I'm not sure. Um, but my brother decided in 2019 he would give up chocolate for the year. Well, he's sad. And at the time of recording, you know, we're in September. By the time you're listening, it'll be later than that. Um, at this point, he hasn't had any chocolate for the entire year. And my brother loves chocolate. But he decided he was eating too much of it and he was going to quit chocolate for the year. And so, you know, Stu, congratulations on that one if you are listening. Stu, if you are listening, get a life. Um, <laughs> Um, I'll have a little chat with you offline on this because I just think that's a ridiculous goal. But listen to what I've just done. I've just chastised someone for a ridiculous goal, probably because I'm jealous of it. And that's often what we do. So make sure you surround yourself with people who've got goals that are in alignment with yours. Because to me, that's just a ridiculous goal, never eating chocolate again, because that's one of my favourite things. not never again, just not eating it for a year. There's a difference. But I wouldn't be supporting it, and I wouldn't want to be around it because they get very righteous. And so you need to be really careful in goal-setting who you spend your time with, because I don't want to upset people, but I've seemed to have spent quite a bit of time with people recently who are vegans. Now, I'm delighted they're vegans, and I'm delighted they're looking so unhealthy, and they're eating their nuts, and they look white and everything else. But seriously, if that's what they want to do, and I encourage everyone to follow their own path and their dreams, that's great. That's just not one of my goals. So if... I spend time with them. They either are chastising me because I'm eating God's creation or I'm killing defenseless animals. And they might be right, but that's not my point of view. I prefer to spend time with people who either enjoy meat and we don't want to eat too much meat and we want to conserve part of the planet with water and everything else. But be aware that spend time with the people who are in alignment with your goals. Mm -hmm even if you have opposing views, but be very careful that you don't have people who are so anti what you're doing. Because as I started losing weight, and it was interesting, after about three months, people started saying this to me, 
be careful. You're looking gaunt. You know, <laughs> trust me, I'm not gaunt. I, I've had that, right? And here's the truth. I had that at a point where I dropped about five and a half stone from the weight I was to the weight I got to. And I had people who said, you know, you're now starting to look unwell, Neil. <laughs> but okay. they tilted the head when they said it, didn't they? But if I look back at the at pictures of me at that lightest weight, I can now see what they were talking about. At the time, I still thought I was fat. As in, I, I didn't, I saw myself as the person prior to the transformation. They were seeing the guy post-transformation, but I wasn't. I was still seeing the old me in the mirror, Okay. Which is, that in itself is a dangerous thing. Because if you're on a journey of change, you have to recognise where you actually are and have like total self-honesty of where you are today, not who you were before you started this journey. You need to be you know, checking in with yourself. Yes, and going, but there's where still a now? lot of people who are very jealous of your success. It's very true. So there's a big percentage. I did a video, I did a video. I did a TV programme on the Richard Judy Show, if anyone can remember that far back. And I'd been on like six months earlier and then I had gone on literally five months later, whatever the time was, and I'd lost a considerable amount of work, weight. And Richard Mainly said, it's amazing how well you've done. And I said, there's a phrase that says, people have a vested interest in your life not working. Yeah. And there's a group of people who don't want you to succeed or whose views are so diametrically opposed to you that at the end of your meeting, you feel not necessarily violated, but you feel the psychic vampires have attacked your soul. And so you need to be aware that in 2020, you need to have a support group that understand your goals. They know why you set these goals. And in my case, they still know that chocolate is acceptable to you. And one square or one bar isn't going to kill you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm delighted your brother's done really well with it. But when people say you should never do this again, or this is not the way, just be careful. That may be their view. But I'm not giving up Cadbury's forever. Yep. You know, I still need a bar a week. I still need. Yep. And I've now reduced my Diet Coke intake. I mean, I did have, if you notice, Coca-Cola shares have probably gone down <laughs> in the last couple of months. But the idea of someone saying to me, it's totally bad and don't you know it causes cancer. I've got to be really honest when I hear these type of things. It's a drink that's been around 127 years. It has market share. I'm sure there's been a lot of research on it. And I'm sure any drink with a Spartan or any sweetness is probably not as good for me as water per se. But I enjoy one can a day. And I find it weird that the people who are telling me this stuff are neither either smoking or drinking as they're telling me this. So have a goal, find a support group, and a little bit of naughtiness won't kill you. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's interesting, right? I um, I know a lot of people in like the health world, and like the if I say biohacking, do you know what that means? No. Nope. Okay, so I know a bunch of people who are into biohacking, which is basically about you know how can I use technology and things to improve my own health how can i shortcut things to improve my own health that's basically what it's about right i know a lot of people in those kind of different spaces in the alternative health world and all this kind of thing and one of the things i hear on a regular basis is the people who are going but is that safe are the people that go and get like a drive-through fast food meal every single freaking day and because you're doing something that's not what they do it's like but is that safe you know it, it must be dangerous if you're doing that thing rather than them being people who are on a health journey of their own that's maybe just a different journey. Because most people who are on a journey will it will respect yours more, even if they're not doing it the same way. 
Something else I want to pick up on, something you said really early in this episode, triggered a little phrase that I like to use in my head, and it's just been sitting there waiting for me to bring it out, so I'm going to now, and that is, if you want to be the noun, you have to do the verb. Because you said about, you know, about creating change and stuff like that. For me, if you want to describe yourself as a noun, you have to do the verb that gets you there. Give me an example, because I'm not that bright. So if you want to be an author, you've got to write the frigging book. Okay, fine. As a simple example, if you want to be a pianist, you've got to play a piano. If you want to be a runner, you need to actually run. You know, the way you get to do that thing is by doing the behaviours that are associated with that thing, right? So say the phrase again. If you want to be the noun, you have to do the verb. Okay, so if you want to be that something, you've got to take some action to create it. That create it, exactly that, okay. exactly that. The other thing is something we talked about at the end of the last episode, which ties in with this, is if you want to be like a content creator and making video, you've got to make videos, okay? Now, you said the reason most people hate videos is because they think they look fat. I actually have a slightly different theory. My theory is this. Where do you see yourself most often? In the mirror? Exactly, which means you see yourself back to front. And so when you see yourself on video and you think you look weird or you look fat, or what, all it is is because you're used to seeing your mirror image as opposed to seeing yourself the right way round. Cameras see you the right way round, which is the way everybody else sees you. Because when you show yourself on video to all of your friends, they don't go, you've gained 10 pounds on that camera. They don't go, you look weird on that TV screen or on my phone screen or on my computer. or whatever. They just go, yeah, that's you. And the same thing goes when you speak. Because the, the two things that most people hate about video, one is they don't like how they look, the other one is they don't like how they sound, okay? The reason you think you look weird is because you're used to seeing yourself back to front. The reason you think you sound weird is you're used to hearing your own voice before it leaves your body. Everybody else is hearing your voice after it left your body, which is when a microphone's hearing it too. So you sound weird to you, but not to everybody else. You look weird to you, but not to everybody else. And when you know that everybody else who's watching you on video sees and sees and hears what they normally see and hear from you, then that makes it easier. Because the only person it's weird to is you, so get over it and get on with it. Okay, so for anyone who's been listening to this, and you listen to the shite podcast number 50, this is <laughs> Neil at his best. Because this is the best thing I've heard from Neil in about 20 podcasts. Episode 50 was not one of his finer moments. <laughs> so that's really interesting, because I've just learned something there. So when I see myself in the mirror, I'm seeing the opposite in you a way. You see the reflection, yeah. Yeah. But that's not what other people see. Exactly. And they're used to seeing that anyway, so they quite like it. Otherwise, I wouldn't get rebooked time and time again. Exactly. And it's interesting because I don't quite like hearing my voice, but we get loads of comments that I have a very theatrical voice and a deep, booming voice, and I often don't need a mic. So that's, I have learned something, as against episode 50, which I just couldn't wait for the 12 minutes to end. You do realise how many people are going to go back to episode 50 I know. if you keep talking I about know. it. I know, I've just realised that, and I was hoping you weren't going to pick me up on that. <laughs> but as per normal, I've just dug a bigger hole than I thought. But that's really interesting, because I will now, when this episode finishes, do a LinkedIn video. Those are, I mean, when I'm coaching people on doing video normally the hang-up is I don't like how I look and I don't like, and or I don't like how I sound. What I've just said here on this podcast is basically what I say to people. And uh, I was coaching um, the entire board of an organisation at the beginning of this week, actually. I went into their board meeting to coach them all to get them to make more videos and there was a camera crew in their offices ready to film them straight after they'd heard from me, okay? 
And um, have you seen the before and afters yet? Well, there weren't before videos. There were just afters. But here's the interesting thing. Having told them that basically the same thing as I've just said here, most of them, as well as doing the stuff with the camera crew, grabbed their mobile phones and made like videos or Facebook Lives or stuff instantly as well because the thing that was holding them back had disappeared. Okay, so here's a question for you. In 2020, are you going to open yourself up to some presentation coaching for some of our listeners? I'd be more than happy to do that. Because I think there's a number of people here who may not be ready to create podcasts for their business, but probably need support in videos and presentation skills so they can do more Facebook Lives and LinkedIn videos. So, so here's the interesting thing for me. The buzzer just went off quietly for some reason, so I don't know if the mic got it, but the buzzer just went off, so we are up to time. But here's the interesting thing for me. When it comes to speaking on a stage or speaking on video or speaking on a podcast what you're effectively doing is utilizing a platform to share a message and although there are some differences between audio versus video versus being on a stage i actually believe 90 percent of the skill set is the same on all of it okay so can i make a suggestion let's wrap this episode up and let's do episode 53 talking about how to talk your best year ever Let's do it, because I think you might have a little thing or two to add on that after 20-odd years too, right? So, awesome. Let's do that. Um, if you've liked what you've got in this one, two, well, I'm going to say an extra thing. If you've liked what you get in this one, and it's got you over your fear of making video, make a video about why you like this and send us a link to it. Um, but also, normal things, five-star review on iTunes, and if you want to come to our live event and actually see us on stage and see us do what we do best, then go to bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority and register your details. That's bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority. And literally, you've got to put in your name and your email address and maybe ask for a phone number. I can't remember, but it's like three things and hit the button. And it's as simple as that. And we'll see you next week. Your best year starts right here. Bye-bye.